Fun fact, almost anyone who has or has had a podcast knows that one of the hardest things to do for some reason, and I think it's part of why some people are just like, yep, I'm just going to record it, put it out. I'm not going to edit it. I'm not doing anything. And those sound great too, but is that recording an intro after you've put together the episode seems to be really hard for some reason, but Thank you for the opportunity to be on Paranormal Karen's 2022 prediction show with Karen Rontowski. I got to be the first one on the lineup, which was kind of fun because I got to find out right away if I flubbed it up or not. Uh, So here is the long extended version of that and my predictions for the year. It's very hopeful and positive, and I believe in the power of all of you to become your best selves this year. We have so much influx of positive cosmic energy and support coming in. You truly have no idea. I'm hoping that some of the people who have been doing my consciousness anchoring with me are starting to feel that in a more tangible way. I want to apologize briefly for the audio. You'll hear kind of a whoosh occasionally and that is my furnace it is cold as uh, a witch's titty as they say sometimes so although mine are pretty warm I must say Uh, but anyway I have no control over the furnace and it would be really funny if I tried to record with my teeth chattering freezing in here (laughs) So thank you for tolerating my funky audio and me flipping through my notes and playing with cards and all the other things you're probably going to hear in the background. But I'm happy that I was able to get this out today and I won't go on any further and just tell anyone who isn't already a fan to go check out uh, Paranormal Karen, of course, and Karen Rontowski's comedy And then uh, let me know what you think about all of this. And if you would like to learn more about any of the things I talk about, you can join the Patreon. I'm pretty sure I have to make a new ad because my old ad for myself doesn't even talk about the Patreon because I started it three months ago. So come join that party and I hope you have a wonderful year. Thank you for listening. Shake your groove thing, shake your groove thing, yeah, yeah. Show how we do it now. Shake your groove thing, shake your groove thing, yeah, yeah. Show how we do it now. Shake it. Show how we do it now. Shake it. Show how we do it now. Welcome back, Galactic Rivers. I'm Andrea Land, your brooding goddess, goddess nemesis of memory and mother of muses, and I am here to rock your planetary world. Just kidding. Kind of funny that I would start off that way, but I have been so excited to record this episode. I've been waiting 
for Karen Rontowski's Paranormal Karen 2022 prediction show to come out so that I could do this and get this full prediction from this reading up for you. This is a syncretic oracle reading that I use the Galactic Trading Oracle cards for, for the 2022 story. Uh, it's kind of hilarious what happened when I sat down to do this. I got notice about three or four days before I was going to do it, and um, I really poured over it because I knew that it was going to be a challenge for me to try to summarize a year's worth of stuff <laughs> in four minutes or five minutes. Uh, and I'm happy. I think it turned out pretty good. But I'll let you decide that for yourselves. But in the meantime, uh, I started out with my Syncretic Oracle cards and thought uh, this will be great. And since I'm, you know, the planetary grid work person and all of that, and the reason I was on Karen's show was to talk about the Schumann Resonance, I thought, well, I guess I will pull some cards and look at things in particular and ask some questions about the following. <laughs> I had written down earthquakes, volcanoes, the sun, storms, human consciousness, guys' expansion, plagues, power grid, prosperity and abundance, conflicts, meaning world conflicts. Uh, so <clears throat> I pulled the first couple of cards. And looked at them and I went, okay, team, what's up with this? Because none of these relate at all to the questions that I'm asking you. And they kind of uh, sternly said, uh, we're not doing that your way this time. We're not going to do that. We're going to do something different and just pull the cards. And once you do, it will make sense. And as usual... Uh, guidance was right and I needed to just surrender my ego to that process and let that happen. Uh, so what came out was really a very hopeful potential story and I would add that we need to remember that with predictions and all of this, this isn't necessarily I know some people approach it this way but for me predictions are more about pointing out the potential and what we can do as individuals with ourselves to bring in the highest good the more quantum or multi-dimensionally expanded your perspective becomes and depending on your awareness of time some of us have the ability to tap into time in a way that is different. And we not only see uh, potential events, but we see all the potentials. It's like as if we were looking at a Google algorithm of timelines and likely outcomes based on different actions. So... That is kind of how I approach predictions and how I look at this process. Uh, so in that vein, I started out pulling these cards and what came out of it was 
these seven cards, which are, of course, with the post for this episode and also with the post for Karen's episode on my feed. Uh, but what came out were seven cards that gave me a really wonderful story for the coming year and some very positive tools for us to use. Uh, the Syncretic Oracle cards, these Galactic Trading Oracle cards, come from the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors in New York. This deck was designed uh, with the works of so many artists, and it took 10 years to put together. It was quite the feat, and it combines tarot and I Ching and chakras and Mayan glyphs and medicine cards, and it really is such an amazingly comprehensive deck, and that's why you need very few cards to get a picture of what's going on. So I pulled seven cards for the year, and what came out of that was the following. So for cosmic, on the cosmic level, we have a lot of third eye and heart activation happening. Uh, the cards that I pulled, we had vision practice, which is holy spectrum of life's divine emergence, golden gratitude for the glow of our eternities. Uh, there's a quote from Albert Einstein on here that says, the only reason for time is so that everything doesn't happen all at once, which makes a tremendous amount of uh, sense if you think about it. And on this particular card, we have, we have the I Ching of fire on this card for vision practice. And if you look at the card, it's fabulous. It has all these overlapping clocks and sundials, and it says, uh, time melts away. That is the title of this painting that is on this card. So this is really about learning to change your visual perspective so that you have uh, that ability to understand time better and have a different perception of time. The I Ching on this card is fire, vision, prism, light, bright, warmth, awareness, radiance, phoenix. So what do phoenixes do? They rise from the ashes, of course, and I feel like we are being empowered cosmically to do that. Uh, even if I can't get my cat to stop meowing at me, which you might hear. Um, so then on this card, we also have the Mayan glyph on this card is eight, which is galactic. It's an octave of universal harmony. It is about that oneness, the consciousness of oneness returning to oneness and so part of how we achieve that balance of individual expression of consciousness while also experiencing oneness with everything is through this perception of time change through this ability to see fluid time to see infinitely and to see all the infinite possibilities so that is very exciting on a cosmic level uh, so I see a lot of people awakening, um, and deepening their intuition, practicing all of that through this third eye and heart activation, which we'll be having all year long. And then the other card I received for the cosmic level was healing arts. 
and there's another beautiful uh, mandala of textures and colors on the front and then this is universal magic calibrating the tool sets and buffering the codes life evolving life so we are actively evolving in real time in this human experience uh, keep your face always towards the sunshine and the shadows will fall behind you so this really is about turning towards the light in a way that recognizes that shadow and light are necessary and all things are equal but that we achieve our highest good when we are coming from a place of being fully embodied uh, the heart chakra is on this card and this uh, painting is called sunny suckle which i just absolutely love and i really do believe that this is all about third eye and heart activation through the solar energies coming in this card also has fire so this is part of why I'm saying I feel like our mass awakening process our challenges will be coming from the Sun literally from fire which I know is a little ominous with the fire we just had in Denver but that's not the kind of fire I mean uh, this is about a change of perspective, lighting a fire in your third eye and your heart chakra, making you open up to the world and being initiated by the cosmos, which may involve some larger solar events this year. Not large enough to be an internet killer or wipe out the power grid or push us back to the stone age or any of the other terrifying things that the clickbait articles will give you um, but large enough in certain areas that it kind of forces us to uh, have some personal growth especially people who are maybe not awake yet some of these things are catalysts for that awakening so as I said this card is about healing arts I feel like a lot of people who have already been awake are going to be called to learning and practicing more of the healing arts whether on an individual basis or as a practitioner with the public uh, the mayan glyph and this is six which is rhythmic this is about organic balance and roots we are learning how to balance these energies on the earth and balance our energies collectively uh, as a people as humanity learning how to exist in a world that does have polarity uh, but not feeding into duality aren't those the same thing you might be asking yourself but uh, polarity is simply all of the spectrum of everything in the middle and the opposites which are required to maintain a tensegrity the necessary tension to keep everything working together but duality is when we're only focusing on the extremes and pitting us against each other so be mindful of those going forward this year uh, it's really important for you to have a very disciplined consumption of information 
this does not mean that, you know, you need to stick your head in the sand and avoid everything. Although I do see some people, and this isn't calling them an ostrich, but I do see people leaving social media, doing all of that already. And um, I'm sure that for those people, it's entirely necessary. So just the point is, you know, do what you need to do to be centered and balanced and in your highest good. Uh, I also see coming this year a mass Mintakan awakening. There are more and more people showing up in my sphere who arrive because of my Mintakan episodes and channeling that uh, are starting to remember. And as more and more of us do, that exponentially grows. The result of this mass Mintakan awakening is that we will be healing a false wound people who came here as Mintakan starseeds have been carrying around a deep grief that was different than some of the other starseed experiences uh like a lot of people talk about the atlantean wound and the feeling of being left here and abandoned and uh you know being part of the fall of that civilization and all of those sorts of griefs well when Mintakans came here, uh, we believed and we had to have this belief for quite a while in order to fulfill our missions and to be able to stay in this place uh, as long as we have, about 60,000 years or so. Um, the reason is that we were led to believe that our planet was gone. And even now, a lot of people will tell you that Mintaka is destroyed. And we had that deep feeling of not having a home to go to. Um, I felt that for most of my life until last year when I started channeling. And they showed me that uh, everyone is there. And it is fully... Um, alive and vibrant it's just in a different frequency a different dimension and this was an intentional ruse to stop the invasion of the planet that was happening at the time during the Orion Wars so half of the Mintakans stayed and half of us had to go to implement this deception this uh, hiding of our planet to keep this pristine, pure environment free and clear and still existing at a moment in time. So as Mintakans awaken, they're going to be healing these deep hurts. And as they do that, it's going to unleash the immense amplified unconditional love that all Mintakans carry within them that deep love frequency and that can only enhance our experience as humans so next uh, I drew cards for Gaia and Source um, this was really interesting and funny because first of all, both of the cards have mushrooms all over them. And as I said on Karen's podcast, I feel like a lot of people 
are going to be experimenting more with psychedelics or opening up to their healing potentials in microdoses, and there's going to be a lot of awakening resulting of that, a lot of expansion of intuition. But what was fun, though, is that uh, Gaia has a male card and Source has a female card, and I feel like this is representative of a balancing of energies. I am working on developing new language around divine masculine and divine feminine uh, because as so many are crying out, especially from the youth these days, gender is a construct uh, and we need to have better language so that we're more inclusive of everyone. But for these purposes, I will just say that it's funny that Gaia is has her divine masculine coming in and then source is embracing the divine feminine so along with these two cards there were two other cards which i drew for the story and potential for this year and the fascinating thing about it was that all of the cards almost all of them had the sacral chakra which is all about motivation optimism freedom enthusiasm, warmth, excitement, adventure, empowerment. If I had to sum up this year in two words, I would say adventure and empowerment. Uh, as Karen said on her podcast, when I was done talking a mile a minute, she said that, uh, you know, anxiousness, fear can also be excitement. So instead of saying I'm nervous or I'm anxious about this or that, it helps to reframe your thoughts by saying, I'm excited to do this or that. And uh, adventure is kind of the same way. Um, one can see something as an adventure or they can see it as a tragedy and a misery. So this year is going to be a lot about challenging our perceptions and our ability to learn to master our thoughts and how we co-create with the universe, how we bring in the highest good for everyone. Uh, the other interesting thing about these four cards is that they all had the I Ching of thunder on them. That is quickening, bamboo, shake, motion, initiation, arouse, excite, travel. I really believe this travel is going to be a lot of astral travel and multidimensional expansion and probably some tripping <laughs> for some people. But back to the Gaia card, we have edge awareness, oracular life permeating the practice, seeing the signs, following the flow. And we have the sacral chakra on here, as I mentioned. Uh, do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. This is the spirit of adventure. And this card that represents Gaia is a portal card. She is transitioning from a carbon-based life form to a crystalline life form, just like the rest of us. And her ascension this year is going to make great progress. The Mayan glyph on here is seven, which is about rhythmic. It's about getting in the rhythm of flow and using your mystical alignment for the most practical application and good. So Gaia is getting to work. She's in the flow. She's got it going on. And then we have uh, Star Soul, 
representing source energy. Um, again, we have uh, thunder on this card, and this is holy hearts, healing life, divine emanation, celestial all bless. As you move towards the loving universe, it moves towards you. As you move towards the loving universe, it moves towards you. What that means to me is that very simply what we focus on is what we're going to get. And if we are projecting and emanating that love frequency, that third eye and heart eminence, then we're going to attract the loving universe. The Mayan Glyph 4 on here is all about using our ability to co-create and to bring our dreams into form, to materialize our desires, to have the will to do that. So Source is inviting us to co-create. Source is inviting us to co-create with the ascension of Earth into crystalline form. And I am really excited and highly motivated about this. And the card, this card, the painting is called Nature Speaks. So uh, if you are called at all to do some exploring in whatever way, um, consider this your invitation <laughs> from Gaia and Source. Um, let's see, anything else? Uh, also... I looked up where the sacral chakra for Earth is. You can look this up online. There is a map of the ley lines, and it shows you where all of the different chakra are. And um, the sacral chakra is in, right in Hawaii. It lines up with Hawaii on the map, on the globe. So I feel like there may actually be some literal shaking perhaps a larger eruption than the ones we've seen this year, uh, or a sizable earthquake. But I don't feel that either of these events will be, um, you know, mass tragedy, uh, but definitely disruptive and give us a pause. So we're being initiated and invited, and we're being initiated and invited into part of Earth's expansion and ascension as well you know her crystalline form is being activated and so is ours uh, then what really got me excited was the card that came up for humanity uh, we have this amazing ultimate spiritual warrior on the front that is the name of the painting this is called Lifecraft, Dimensional Being, MetaLink, All Worlds Light Pulse, Sacred Journey Adventure Activation. And there's a wonderful quote on here from Winnie the Pooh. And I know that sounds silly, but I'm telling you, take this and run with it. You're braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. This is all about the solar plexus chakra which is empowering. This is about finding your empowerment. What I said on Karen's podcast was that a spiritual warrior 
takes off their weapons. They put down their weapons. They lay down their arms, as it were, and they put on the armor of love. And they move through the world creating and doing the ultimate battle within themselves to be empowered and centered and to act in the world from a place of aligned highest good, from a place of empowerment, from a place of conquering your fear. People are going to have more multidimensional expansion uh, and we need to have bravery in the pursuit of our heart's desires. We need to have the love behind everything we do. And in this, we will be bringing heaven to earth. We will be bringing the highest good and best alignment for humanity. This is not about people doing battle with each other or even with, you know, shadow beings or any, you know, reptilians or any other uh, external enemies or villains that we create either in our 3D uh, visual reality or in the greater cosmos. <laughs> Um, that is not what spiritual warfare is. And it's very interesting because this has been such a theme throughout the year and people talking about it, feeling it coming, being really worried. They didn't understand what was going to happen or what was coming. And I'm telling you, it's you. The greatest thing you have to fear is yourself and the way you look at the world and the way you perceive things and the way you move about the world. So this ultimate spiritual warrior is inviting you to put on that armor of love allow yourself to be empowered from your solar plexus which as i said solar event highly possible um, but all of this is designed to activate our crystalline dna to empower us to allow our consciousness to expand and so all of the things that you've been fearing or afraid of it's time to look at these things from a more spiritually adult perspective versus spiritual childhood or adolescence. I know you've been waiting your whole life for the Patreon community that is just for you. My Xanadu Patreon, my Xanadu Collective is there and ready to accept you in and support you in your expansion and your grid work. It is hard for me to do anything comedic, which I have to be fake serious. But for real though, the Patreon is so much fun and come join the party. You can also book any of my available services, some which I haven't even put on the menu yet because I don't know what to call them. I'm your one-stop shop for readings, energy work, uh, animal communication, mediumship, and anchoring of your consciousness. So I even do academic tutoring. So if I can be of service to you or you want to join the Patreon, that is where you get the most bang for your buck because you can get 
uh, reading every month if you join at the VIP tier and I'm always running specials each month for bonuses for when you join at any tier. So head on over to my link tree and check out my Patreon, my services on Square, and my other podcasts as well. I am providing you with as much entertainment and love and resources and fun as I have in me, and I appreciate my patrons more than they know. I thank them on the daily, and I would love to be thanking you on the daily. So if you would like to support the podcast, that is a great way to do it by joining the Patreon much love and if I can be of service to you in a private reading book that at my square booking site through the link tree thank you so much and thank you for listening now back to that interview the way I look at some of these things that we fear if we're looking at it from the eyes of a child, let's say, a scary movie, all right? Let's say you saw Jaws when you were five, all right? And that seemed very, very real to you because you know there are actual sharks in the ocean and you would hear about them sometimes, maybe if you lived on the coast or a shark attack. And so that movie is terrifying to you. And then you grow up, you become an adult, you see it, you recognize that it's this giant shark robot and it's all special effects and that it's a movie and that unless you plan to go surfing in shark infested waters, there's really no reason for you to fear that thing. And I feel like oftentimes our predictions can be based on a perspective of seeing a very small view of a big scary thing without having a greater zoomed out perspective of all the ways in which that thing will be different than you're seeing it or the potential for change in it and so the spiritual warfare concept that has been haunting everybody and making a lot of intuitives and empaths nervous this last year um, was all about everyone thinking there was some sort of external enemy, but really it's just about dealing with ourselves. Conquering fear is the greatest gift we can give to our fellow man and woman and non-binary. This does not mean that you are, you know, ridiculous and an adrenaline junkie and do things that you know are unsafe or are going to harm you and others it's about learning that let's see let me have an example here so say you live in an area that does have frequent wildfires and that is something which is a potential threat now and then you could just be afraid of that all the time, be watching the news, watching the rainfall, watching uh, the wind, watching the predictions, and uh, being terrified. Or you could be prepared for the eventuality of a fire. You could have air filters in your home. You could have masks in case you have to evacuate. 
you could have to-go bags ready for you and your pets so that you have water and medicine and supplies to throw in your car should you have to evacuate suddenly. You can have your uh, most cherished possessions like photos or important documents, etc. in a little lockbox that you can either grab on your way out the door or that you know is fireproof and is not going to burn in a fire. These are ways that you conquer your fear. These are practical applications of doing that. And then once you've done that, you can learn to envision something different. Our powers of co-creation are coming in so strong this year. Part of what I teach with my grid work and part of what I encourage with my Patreon is that we are no longer powerless. We never have been. We were just fooled into believing that for a time for our eventual evolutionary development. But you have the power to know that there's a potential for something to happen, but envision the best possible outcome. And we also have the power in this multi-dimensionally expanded higher consciousness state to do grid work to support the earth environment during these extreme weather events and everything that are mostly being caused by the solar cycle. There is an impact of industrialization that has made it a bit more intense, but I am telling you all of this would be happening with or without humans. This is a cycle of the sun and the energy coming from the sun is part of earth evolving. And we just happen to be here to witness it and also evolve with earth. So all of this has the potential to change in a crystalline world on a crystalline grid. Our thoughts, our desires, our will to materialize the highest good in our environment, our will to practice the discipline of mindfulness, of conquering our own fear individually, and keeping the most negative thoughts or absorption in uh, tragedy and trauma at bay, that is the greatest gift you can give humanity right now. Because all of that collectively is powerful. And I have watched it make a difference. If you think back to the beginnings of 2020 and 2021, and some of the things that people predicted, some of the things I even saw, uh, let's see, October 2020. Yes, I was seeing all kinds of explosions, um, bombings, uh, volcanoes all over the damn place. Um, and all of those things did happen, but as soon as I saw them in my visions, I immediately saw ways in which they would be less devastating or better yet harm almost no one. Uh, case in point, the Christmas bombing last year that had the potential to be a huge devastating tragedy, but um, I believe only one person died, and that was the obviously very troubled bomber 
and I think a few people were injured, but the lack of damage and injury and destruction, I believe is because we collectively change those events by our focus upon them. So, and then the, the volcanoes, much less devastating, huge, monumental than I saw in my visions, believe me. Um, so that is something to keep in mind as you're working on this co-creation, as you're working on mastering your personal fears, your perception, and your personal empowerment. I promise you, once you lay down these weapons that you've been carrying, and once you allow yourself to face your fears and conquer them, your life is going to become exponentially easier, more joyful, more pleasurable. And whatever challenges or tragedies or difficulties come up once you have stepped into this place of empowerment, they will hit you just in a completely different way. It's not that you're not going to feel your life or that we are somehow spiritually bypassing all of these experiences or the human experience or our growth. It's that our focus is on the highest good. And if enough of us have our focus on the highest good, then that's what we're going to get. So the I Ching on this card is heaven, duration, firmament, celestial creation, horizon, empowerment, dragon. Now, you know I work with dragons a lot, and I want to remind you all that that is one of the most powerful ways that you can work on self-transformation as well as co-creation, especially grid work, management of events happening in the world. Um, yesterday, I was aware of the fires in Denver as they started very early. I immediately began asking the air dragons uh, and water dragons to do whatever they could to help mitigate the winds and the fire um, in a way that was best for all in the highest good. And I know many, many homes burned. And I know that it was an awful tragedy and the worst fire in our history, but the wind stopped, the fire stopped spreading. And it is so easy to ask for that assistance. And I know that the people who listen to my podcast are energy powerhouses and superheroes in their own right. And you have the same potential to do that yourself. So imagine what could be done if we're all doing that together. One of the things about natural disasters that is difficult is that to some degree they are necessary for Earth's uh, development and managing our environment. But that being said, uh, they can happen in the highest good and in a way that does as little damage or injury to humans as possible. Because here's the thing, Earth has her natural cycles, but she loves all of us. She loves every single one of you. 
in such a deep way that it's hard for me not to cry when I talk about it. Um, these consciousness anchorings that I've been doing with people and connecting them with the mother in that way has been so powerful and feeling the love that she has for all of you in those experiences is one of the most beautiful things I've ever felt. So she does not want us all to perish, you know, she's not trying to wipe us out. She's just doing the best she can with the effects of the sun and what she is going through as well. So the mind glyph on this life craft card, this ultimate warrior card for humanity is planetary. What does your heart desire to manifest? Intention and motivation. Our intention and motivation, I cannot stress strongly enough how vitally important that is this year. Now, our last two cards I absolutely love. Uh, first, we have the Life Key card, and it's this beautiful card where you see what looks like two uh, spiritual warriors um, representing partnership, male-female, divine-masculine, um, those energies which don't have to be gendered. But those energies are learning to work together within each of our own selves. And also, lots of relationships are going to be forming. Lots of pairings. And if you see that little egg in the nest, this is what we're creating. Whether you are partnering with someone and creating either a new life together or a literal birth or this is about you and the merging of those energies within you and you helping to bring the new world into existence. Why is this making me cry? Um, that is going to be our refuge and rebirth this year. This card is called Refuge, this uh, painting, and it's also a life key. Uh, so we have life craft for humanity and then life key for our story this year. Um, this card also has thunder on it. So this is a quickening of enlightenment, a quickening of expansion, a quickening of crystalline activation, a quickening of intuition, a quickening of energetic manifestation. And lots of travel for some of you, in spite of what may seem like an impossibility there. The heart chakra is on this card. This is all about loving. It is all about coming to the world and to each other from a place of love. I know sometimes I sound like a broken record with that. But I saw a beautiful Dalai Lama quote today that my friend Sarah Fournay posted from Supernatural Sarah podcast and it was all about how that is his religion that is his expression of the divine in the world is love and that it's as simple as that so this card we have soul horizon directing the metaphors refreshing visionary 
spirit of the movement. Art is standing with one hand extended into the universe and one hand extended into the world, letting ourselves be a conduit for passing energy. That's an Albert Einstein quote. You know how I talk about the infinity loop of energy source through you to Gaia, back through you and to source. That is this energy flow. And we create art from the universal medium, which is source energy. That is what co-creation is. Um, I'm not exactly sure why I'm getting so uh, emotional about this, but it's because I feel it so deeply. And the Mayan tone on this card is Trinity. So we are the Trinity. You are the Trinity. And through this process, as we move to love, it moves to us. So literal and metaphorical rebirth is going to be happening for anyone who is willing to step up to the challenge. And the challenge is what I talked about with the humanity card, facing our fear. Fear transmutes love. Almost every ill that we have in society, if you really look at it, it's fear-based. We have in our human brain that wiring for survival, that wiring for not deviating from the herd. You know, not making yourself separate from the tribe. Because that used to mean uh, death. It used to mean that you would perish. But there are enough of us who are conquering our fear and moving towards love that we're creating a new kind of tribe, a new kind of connectedness, a new kind of awareness. And all of that coming in is how we create the new world that we want. It's how we create the new self that we want to express in the world. And uh, I know you're all up to the challenge and I'm very excited about it. <clears throat> and also extremely sappy, I guess. <laughs> um, I want so much for everyone to feel this kind of connection to the universe and to each other and to Gaia because it is the most empowering, beautiful, blissful, peaceful state I never imagined I would experience. And I will go so far as to say that as the Buddhists talk about you know, to be human is suffering and to have no expectations. Like, love, this love, this acceptance. This is the empowerment and the doorway and the key to the end of suffering for you personally in your life. 
I have gone through this process over this last year. It was around April or May when I experienced the uh, last piece of the multidimensional expansion. And what I can tell you is that in spite of the very heart cracking open, um, sorrowful experiences that I had during this last month with all of these tower moments that everyone has been experiencing collectively and individually. I moved through it with so much less suffering and misery. It's, it's a bit hard to describe because it's not like you don't feel sad or you don't feel worried or you, you don't have the full human experience, but while you are having the human experience, you also have this energy flowing through you perpetually. You're never empty. You're never overwhelmed and you still have peace. There is always a feeling of peace and that support of the unconditional love of unity consciousness that is always with you. And so it transforms all of your human experiences into ones that are so much easier to learn and grow and move through without taking it on as a new trauma that you're now going to suffer through and deal with for weeks or months or years, or that's going to get trapped in your body. It allows you to just experience and accept life without attachment and let it flow. Oh, so lastly, the potential outcome for this whole year. This is one of my most favorite cards in this Oracle deck because it really is such a stark contrast and beautiful illustration of the potential for humanity's evolution of consciousness, of our potential to completely paint our world in a different way. This painting is called Paintbrush Warrior, going back to the ultimate spiritual warrior. And Spirit Lightship, Manifesting Miracles, Visionary Bridge, From Dream Design into Action, Next Level Life. So what that means to me is that not only are we doing the co-creation, we are aware of and taking the physical material actions necessary to bring these things into being by creating new ways of doing things, working outside the system whenever possible, and forging ahead with the new. On this card, you can see on the left, it looks like all hell's broken loose, right? There's suffering and poverty and hunger and war and violence uh, death and annihilation, just the full-on uh, apocalyptic walking dead experience everyone has been fearing and as a result uh, somewhat bringing some of that into our conscious reality over the last few years. 
And then on the right, you have someone who has realized that they can paint it differently, that they can take their expanded consciousness, they can take their energy, their intention, their will, their love to materialize beauty out of all this chaos, to materialize rebirth and growth and vivid color and an end to suffering. So when I saw this card, it's also a portal card, by the way, I was so filled with gratitude because this is what I have been seeing this whole year. And this is what I have known we're moving towards. And sometimes it's a little hard to be the Pollyanna in the room, to be the one that is very positive when uh, other people are very steeped in the negative, very concerned, very worried, not able to see the forest for the trees and seeing only the worst possible outcome, being very doom and gloom, which is, you know, part of the human experience. And it's not a judgment at all. If anything, I'm judging myself because, you know, here I am, this little voice of, of love and I promise you we can make this better no matter how shitty it looks <laughs> that I'm sure sometimes is like sandpaper to other people. But I want you to understand that it comes from a deep place of love and knowing the potential of all of us to change this course. So this is about mystical alignment, um, co-creating out of our hope and our will. There's a quote here from Francis of Assisi. Start by doing what is necessary, then what is possible, and suddenly you are doing the impossible. That's exactly what the last few years of my life have felt like, and I want that for everyone. This is also a sacral chakra card again. Uh, we really need to be in that motivated, adventurous energy and see this task, see this task of painting a better world for ourselves with our co-creation and our intention and our hope and our will and our physical action as an adventure. When these things come up that are scary or make us feel like our survival is threatened, try to transform your thoughts and think, all right, this is another adventure. I am an ultimate spiritual warrior. And how can I best co-create us out of this with my hope and will and my action? What can I do to truly make a difference? The Mayan glyph on here is seven, and that is all about resonant, being resonant with the universe and using your mystical alignment for practical materialization and manifestation of a better world. Flipping through my notes, let's see if I have anything else here that I didn't get to. I can't believe that I managed to summarize that in four minutes <laughs> for Karen. That just makes me laugh. But uh, a couple of things I wanted to share. One of the things I said on um, 
Karen's podcast was, this is a quote from Jose Arguelles from the Mayan Dream Spell Calendar, who owns your time, owns your mind. Change your time and you change your mind. Change your mind and you change the world. So there are many ways in which our time gets owned, whether it's a job or people that we're giving our energy to or uh, what we're consuming, what we're listening to, what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're eating. All of those things can own our time and own our mind. So change your time and you change your mind. As I got to the page in my notes for humanity and started making my notes, I found some lyrics for a song I was messing around with a while back. And the two lines that were above say, deep in the struggle is where you will find the strength to beat your wings and make you fly. So this year is really about that, beating your wings during all of your times of struggle like you've never beated, beat your wings before. You're going to find that strength. You're going to struggle and uh, conquer your fear and fly your way out of what has been and create something new. Create the beauty that we all want to bring into this world. Introducing a new collaborative podcast, Meow Podcast, M-E-O-W-W, that's Muse, Elf, Oracle, Witch, and Wizard, a panel discussion on YouTube amongst people of different disciplines talking all things woo to help you along your personal ascension, expansion, spiritual journey. It's not a vibe, it's a frequency. Check out Meow Podcast on YouTube and you can get us at themeowpod at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest on the pod, please give us an email. Otherwise, go check us out today on Meow Podcast. It's nothing but fun and a frequency of love. grateful to my listeners, my friends, my community, everyone who encourages me in these endeavors. You are the reason for any growth or change or expansion or happiness that I have experienced over this last year. And I'm really looking forward to using that sacral chakra momentum, that solar plexus empowerment, and that heart opening unconditional love to move forward and grow even more this year and collaborate with my patrons and let us learn and grow with each other and from each other. I am meeting more and more people who have their own new different modalities that don't seem to already exist somewhere, at least not in my circles. I I fully believe in the fractalization of consciousness and humanity and know that there's probably someone somewhere in Japan or uh, 
Belgium <laughs> or in uh, Zimbabwe who has the same sorts of ideas and planetary connection and is doing their own version of the work that I'm doing as well as all of your special talents but I keep attracting people who are so unique and individual and really very energetically powerful they have been putting in the time (laughs) doing the work as they say for centuries millennia uh infinite expressions of consciousness truly amazing so i am really grateful that i get to work with all of you and you can find me on patreon at grooving goddess it's very reasonable and in uh, january i'm also running a month-long special 50 percent off consciousness anchoring and as long as you book your appointment before the end of this next month you can stretch it out as far as march if you want to do it a little bit later but book that appointment and take advantage of that 50 percent discount uh my patrons all receive a 50 percent discount even on the five dollar tier so go check it out because we're having a lot of fun in there and honestly it is such a great deal I'm going to offer this as long as I can, and I always want to make everything accessible to everyone because I was gatekept from so much over the years uh, with spiritual communities and the New Age movement and all of that, where everything was so expensive, there was no way I could do it. And that held me back from happiness and healing And I'm never going to do that. And I know it's bad to say never because then it comes back. My intention is to make everything accessible to everyone. And that is why I structure my fees and my Patreon and my podcast and the content I put out in the ways that I do. As I grow, obviously, it may become a little difficult to uh, do as much as I'm doing now. But I am always going to find a way to make it a wonderful value. So the VIP tier of my Patreon, which is $20 a month, gives you a free service every month. So you're basically getting a reading every month for $20 or whatever other services I have because I do animal communication, mediumship, uh, multiple kinds of readings, general expansion coaching, um, and then of course the consciousness anchoring. So it's really a great value and I'm proud of what I have accomplished along with the help and support of my patrons in the first three months that I've had it and with the podcast and I'm so grateful for all of my guests and all of the podcasts which invite me on as a guest and as you know at the end of season three which just wrapped up in November I recognized all of my guests and I value each and every one of you and I'm grateful. So I am really looking forward to this year and I think it's going to be great. Much love to you all.
Don't let it get you down. 